Protectors, one thing I want to do first is give a big shout out to OSD. Outperform, serve, and develop. Please, please, please donate to them this month and next month because at the end of March, our donation project ends. And right now, we have a project with Xbox. Xbox is donating up to $250,000. They're matching our donations up to $250,000. That is a lot of zeros, and that's a lot of money going through a great cause. Check out OSD. That's at weareosd.org. Jeremy, what's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? I bet you're wondering how I got that all out in one breath. <laughs> That's impressive. That's impressive. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you yeah. coming on, man. We've been talking for a while now. Absolutely. I finally have you on. You are a, let's say for the audience, you are a combat veteran, Iraq. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, but you've been giving back to the veteran community for a long time, including being named the Veteran of the Year for Kentucky. Is that right? Yeah, 2018, man. Uh, Kentucky Veteran of the Year. I, what's funny is I didn't even know that we had a program like that until I got nominated for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Let's see what happens. Now, there's one thing about your bio. What, you know, and I've heard this before. What is a Kentucky Colonel? <laughs> so, <laughs> a Kentucky Colonel, it's the, it's the highest award that can be bestowed upon somebody from the governor. And okay. so, essentially, it's for uh, the, the, the efforts, efforts you give back into the community and it's an opportunity for you. You're actually considered, I don't know the, the legal part of that, but you're actually considered on the government, the governor's staff. And so it's just, it's just a, a real high honor around here. And, and actually what's cool about that is as a kid, I always thought, man, I would love the opportunity to be a Kentucky Colonel because you would hear it, right? And it just seemed like a, a cool thing, you know? And so that's, it happened last year, man. And so I'm pretty excited about it. That's awesome. And that's what I like about it. Uh, talking to you back and forth is, is just hearing even these little these little tidbits here and there about your background and how you give back to the veteran community and one of the big things and I'm not rushing this at all but there's so much to your background I want to get to sure but one is the Mighty Oaks Warrior Pro is it Mighty Oaks Warrior Program or Program it's Warrior Programs yeah Mighty awesome. Oaks Warrior Programs yeah let's talk about that so what I do for them is uh, I'm a team leader and so four weeks a year, I go out to uh, different states, uh, for example, Texas, Ohio, California, Virginia. And uh, we work with uh, veterans and first responders from all over the country who are dealing with combat trauma, you know, PTSD, other life issues, really. And we talk about authentic manhood from a biblical perspective. Hmm. So it just really, it, it's really a different perspective than what we're used to as warriors, right? We're just we're just taught these different set of standards and, and then we just totally flip the script and say, well, this is what God says about marriage and just different classes. And so we go through uh, six days of just intense, you know, classes on different subjects, character, brotherhood, marriage, money and possessions, and, and just really love on these guys and really try to help them understand where the real healing comes from and really try to get them on a path and equip them with the tools to go home and put it to action. Yeah. If you take off that armor, even if it's mental armor and you let other people in and you, you, you form that bond, it seems like it, it just really helps out, especially when it comes to combat stress and, and even emotional stress and PTS from the job as in IE law enforcement emergency responders. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, and so many people come from so many different backgrounds out there, you know, but one thing's in common 
is a lot of us are, are public servants or we serve our country. We're just selfless people. And sometimes while that's a blessing, it can also be a curse, right? Because we always put ourselves last and we always just suck it up, just suck it up and drive mm -hmm. on. Right. And so, uh, but we have our limits, man. And as much as we're tough and we like to think that now nah, we don't need anything or need anybody, that's totally not the case. And so uh, we really try to make, drive that point home with these men and just say, listen, it's okay, man, to reach out to a brother and say, Hey, I'm at my, my wits end and I really need something. I really need some support and, and just trying to break that stigma that it's weakness and just really talk about how much strength it is to be able to admit that, Hey, you know, I'm just a, a weak man who's trying to make it in the world and I need brothers to support me. And yeah. So that's kind of the culture we teach. Yeah. And when you get the strength back, it helps. And I like how you bring that up. Suck it up, drive on. There is a time and a place for suck it up, drive on. There and that's in a, in a heat of battle, the heat of, you know, other areas, but suck it up, drive on can only go on for so long before that's you have right. to take a mental break. Yeah, man. And it's not meant uh, to be a ever, ever going situation, right? It's, it's a survival mode. It's, it's when, mm -hmm. when you have to do that in order to make it, but see, we're, I, I tell the guys like that doesn't serve us here at home. Like we're, we're hardly ever in a situation where we have to have that mentality, but our body gets used to it and, and it's just our way of life. And so everything that happens, it's just life or death in our minds. But in reality, it's not in reality, we don't have to, have to play that game anymore, right? We, we, we have people yeah. who can help us and just learning to kind of digress from that intensity and just go, hey, wait a minute, you know, I don't have to do that here. Like I'm, I'm fairly safe. You know, I have people who care about me and I just need to break down those walls so they can help. Yeah, servant leadership goes both ways. I mean, once you break down your walls and you recreate yourself and rebuild yourself, then you can help others. And, you know, that's the thing about – you know, 90 some odd percent of us who serve the nation or serve our country, serve our communities is that we want to give back. That's that constant need to give back. Yeah. You know, and, and for a lot of veterans and first responders who may not be on duty anymore or may not be active uh, for whatever reason, you know, like I know for myself when, when I was uh, medically retired, like I lost that sense of purpose. I lost mm -hmm. that, that drive, man. And, and that's what has got us through so much. And just, I mean, you have to have that kind of mentality to even serve or, whether it be law enforcement or, or, or the military, right? You have to have that mentality that you want to serve. And once that's taken away from you, that could be, especially if your identity is in it, you know, if you mm -hmm. identify as I'm a, I'm a, a you know, officer or I'm a soldier or whatever it is, like it, it's really hard to, to recognize that, Hey, that chapter's over and it's time to put your identity in something that can always be, you know, there for you. That's always stable. And, and for me, that was God. Mm -hmm. Once I start, once I once I just told my, you know I told myself hey you know I was a soldier and that was great you know and I loved it and I was good at it but here's a new chapter and so now I'm a man of God who goes out and tries to talk to the brokenhearted and yep. try to help them overcome the same obstacles that I faced and it's a different brotherhood sisterhood and you know I'm glad you brought that up before about the the sense of purpose seems to be gone because a lot of times you know me I'm dual hatted you know law enforcement <laughs> for 20 years and also uh, a veteran but when you retire you lose that brotherhood. Let's so say you retire out of the military or the uh, law enforcement profession. And that's a, that's a critical point right there. And that's where if you don't keep track of a network or a support network, then that's when the, the demons come in. It is, you know, they always say that, that, you know, a devil works hard on the auto mind. And, um, and oftentimes, man, uh, what we have a bad habit of doing is whenever we're going through struggles, we want to be by ourselves, right? And that's the worst thing that we could do. And that's the, the biggest point that I try to drive home and everything that I do when I talk to these 
these folks is like, that's the worst thing to do when you're in that moment, although uncomfortable, you need to be surrounded by people who can help lift you up. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I say it every, every show, pick up your phone, text someone, call someone, email someone, always keep a support network nearby. Someone that you could trust doesn't have to be family. It doesn't, but find someone that you could trust to have a network. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, oh, and no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, man, family, uh, family's great, but oftentimes they might not totally understand where we're coming from. And, um, and, and even our, our spouses, right. Because that's always a subject that comes up. It's like, well, man, mm-hmm. when I try to, when I try to talk to my wife about these issues, like she just don't get it. Well, of course you don't get it. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's why we got to have brothers, man, who have been through similar situations uh, because DNA wise, women can't understand men and we can't totally understand women. And that's why we have each other. Right. And so just trying to, trying to change that perspective. Now there's some big names in the warrior hearts. I mean, the warrior, why do I always get it wrong? Uh, the, um, <laughs> give me the name again. Mighty Oaks warrior program. Mighty Oaks warrior program. There we go. Yeah. There are some big names in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Chad Robichaux, he's, yeah. he's the founder, man. And he's uh, you know, a former UFC champion, mm-hmm. um, um, a Marine recon guy, just uh, you know, he does a lot of, a lot of talk shows, a lot of podcasts and just goes around talking about resiliency any and everywhere that they'll let him in. Right. And he's just a super cool guy down to earth, just really passionate, loves God, man. And just, just uses his story in a powerful way to say, Hey, I, I get where you're coming from. I know, I know where you're at and this is what it took to get over that. And just really trying to share that truth with guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I love serving with them. You know, I, I don't have time really, to be honest with what I'm doing now and the growth that, that we've experienced, but I just will not let that go just because I get fed every time I go there and just being able to support these guys, mm-hmm. is just good for the soul. It's energizing, believe me. And, and the other thing is I have so many, so many people I follow on social media that are doing great things. I've been, I've been following Chad. I've been following you. I've been find, following Mighty Oaks. And uh, even though I did mess up their wording, because I'm always thinking <laughs> Warrior's Heart, Warrior's Heart, and then there's Mighty Oaks. And it's like right. both, both are really great organizations because, you know, it's, it's hard to find organizations that are dealing with both emergency responders, first responders, and veterans as Absolutely. a whole, you know. That's so right. you are doing a ton in Kentucky. What do we got going on over there, man? I got You know, I've been in Kentucky since forever. I did a mission trip there when I was a kid. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been there forever, man. Tell me about Kentucky. What's going on? Well, first and foremost, you always got a place to go when you come, right? So just know that. And and we're just we're just really getting busy here with uh, just becoming the premier veteran organization here in the state, and just uh, we're working towards just about everything veteran related, whether it's suicide prevention. We do equine therapy with uh, vets with PTSD, traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. We're doing this camp restoration project uh, for the homeless vets, and uh, you know, I just the reason we're doing that is I just kind of got tired of sitting around a big table with all these ideas about how to uh, to solve that problem or to come up with resolution, and nobody does anything. And <laughs> an NCO, man, I'm a, I'm a doer, right? Uh-huh. So I'm like. Well, I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I know that if I start it, I'll attract the right people. And that's kind of what happened, man. And it's become a, a really cool concept. And and uh, it's not like some of the Band-Aids that we t- try to put on homelessness. Yeah. It's, it's about really getting to the root cause of why are you homeless to begin with and how can we equip you to go out and live independently? So we're, we're going to break ground on that March 6th. We're very excited. This was just an idea in August, just to put it in perspective. And now we're breaking ground in March. We've been working really hard on it. And, 
And we do a lot of outreach, a lot of family outreach, uh, focus on military children. We just try to cover all bases. We, we essentially want to be a one-stop shop for vets. What's the name of the program? So our, our you know, program is Veterans Club is the name of the organization. Then we have the family outreach program, the equine therapy program, and then camp restoration. Those are the big threes, what we call them. Now, is that federally, I mean, not federally uh, government funded or is it public donation or how do, public, we, how do we help? Public donations, man. Um, that's, we, we try to, I, <laughs> I try to stay away, you know, from having to, to, to rely uh-huh. on government because there's so much red tape. Exactly. You know, and the ways that we do things, it, it's not, um, it's not like other programs because I, I facilitate it and I, I go at it. Uh, as a peer and I go at it with the intention of it's a it's a we call it um, it's not a hug a vet program it's a poke a vet right so Mm -hmm. tough love man is how we do things and oftentimes when the government wants to get in they kind of want to water it down a little bit but there's no time for that man we got to really help these folks and so we just kind of do it our own way and people support it they see the effectiveness and they want to help and they want to give back and so it's been really been a really blessing here man I'm just Shoot out a link, man. Shoot out a link where we can send some money. Yeah, so it's uh, www.veteransclubky.com. You can donate there. You can donate on our Facebook or Instagram. um, And you can send a check the old-fashioned way, (laughs) and I can give you that address. You can reach me at louisville.veterans at gmail.com, and we'll get you you squared away. But we'd love for you to get behind us. This program is actually – going outside of Kentucky state lines. So we've been, we've been called upon by at least 20 states in the United States to say, hey, Jeremy, how are you doing that, right? How are you, how are you reaching these vets in the way that you are? What are you doing that the big six aren't doing? And, and so mm-hmm. we're just excited about that. I know that there's some veterans from Veteran Treatment Court coming up from Alabama and Tennessee. And the goal is to one day be national and have a veterans club in every state. And we meet at this big conference somewhere and just really do the work. Yeah. And I like, uh, I always tell people, I'm like, you don't always have to donate money. You can always just share oh, the yeah. message because you never know. It's ripple effect. You get that message out there to people, you know, and people they know. And eventually, you know, someone's going to donate money or yeah. you get it up front. So it's really cool, man. And that's what I like. I, I like the other fact that you brought up the uh, veterans court the, <laughs> yeah. uh, because that's like, I'm so glad that program started. And a lot of people don't realize like there's a lot of, uh, was it low lying drug offenses and, and alcohol yeah. offenses that, there's a special court for veterans to go to. And Absolutely. so you're not giving them a record. You're not putting them in jail because, you know, incarceration, sometimes that living in that box isn't the best scenario for someone who has a minimal offense. It's not, man. And it, it caused more harm than good, to be honest with you. And, and I'm a huge advocate for the underdog. That's just, I mean, that's why I joined mm-hmm. the army, right? I'm, I just want to fight for those who can't really fight for themselves. And, but the other thing I like to do is to, to, you know, transfer hope, you know, like when these guys come through our programs, I never ask what they do. I don't, I don't care what they did five seconds ago. I care what they do five seconds from now. Right. And I just, yeah. nobody needs to be reminded the mistakes that they make. So I just focus solely on how we're going to go forward. How are you going to be the man that you need to be? How are you going to recover and heal from these wounds and let us help you and walk through that with you? There's so much to do, man, but there's really, when you get that good network of people around you, it doesn't get overwhelming, right. you know, and this is a, a good year to focus on, you know, the good things, the, uh, the priority projects, getting things out there. And like you said, may, be a man of action. The words yeah, can only go so far. That's right. You know, and, and I, I know, you know, this, this idea of veterans club, again, man, it was an idea on a napkin, right. And, 
And I thought if we get 10 or 11 people together, you know, once a month to hang out and get connected, that would be good. Right. And so mm -hmm. here we are two years later, we're serving about 3,300 veterans just in our region alone. And, and uh, the reason is because it's oftentimes these big organizations forget about the common sense things, right? Like we believe that connection, we believe connection uh -huh. really stops veteran suicide. Not a million dollars doesn't always yep. work. You know, mon throwing money at things don't always work. We've been able to do what we've been able to do for, it would surprise you if I told you the, the small dollar amount, but it's just the, it's just doing things together, man. It's just getting connected and living life. Like our motto is doing life together. And we really want to do that with our families, our spouses, the kids, and everybody just really do life. And, and that's been more effective than anything we've done that cost anything. But, you know, the horses ain't cheap. I will say that. So that's where the money, that's where the need for the money comes in. And obviously, uh -huh. this Camp Restoration Project's $3.6 million project. But it's going to be so cool. And there's already been several big cities around the country who've reached out and want to do the same thing once it's done. And, and I'm like, yeah, man, come help us. Yeah, we need that tactical level, man. We need it. We need ground truth. <laughs> That's right. Because we need, like, get that 30,000-foot view, and you just don't see what's really going on in the ground. That's right. You know, we take pride in, in battling in the trenches with vets, and and, uh, and we're, we're getting ready to open up to first responders as well, man, because, I, I mean, I, I have a heart for them, too. Like, we all mm -hmm. serve. It's just the details are a little different, right? But we all serve. We're all putting it on the line. And, yep. and probably 75% of our membership, are you know police officers who are in the National Guard or who were in the military prior service. So it's a big populace of law enforcement personnel. And we want to make sure that uh, we're covering all bases for all those who put it on the line every day. Well, you got a big fan in me and you got a big fan of my show. So appreciate it, man. Yeah, whatever I can cool. do to support, man. And, and the small world network is always happening. We keep finding out we have Facebook friends in common. We have all these different yeah. people. Crazy yeah, world, man. it is, man. It's, it's, I, I didn't realize how small the, the, the veteran law enforcement first responder community was mm -hmm. until I got kind of, you know, waist deep in it. Now I'm like, man, we, we know all the same <laughs> people. We're, we're walking around each other probably in events. I was just in D.C. and in December. I'm, I mean, I know that you're up that way. And so, well, actually, you were at you were, were at you? The, Yeah, you were at American Freedom Fund, weren't you? Uh, for a veteran service organization. And you were there and I was there and uh, – we never even met up, so there's that. <laughs> uh, and we got the beards going. If you're a veteran, you have to have a beard. If you can grow oh, yeah. one, if you can't grow right. one, then you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Something different. What's What's your favorite war movie? Something but, new. Yeah. My favorite war movie, I think, is We Were Soldiers. Oh uh, yeah. I think that's I like my favorite it. one, man. I love the leadership aspect. I love that Lieutenant Colonel Al Moore was right there with his guys the mm -hmm. whole step of the way. I just love that, you know. One of my favorite books. Absolutely. Yeah. So it never gets old, you know, of course, Saving Private Ryan. Everybody loves that yeah. one, too. Band of Brothers for the TV aspect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Like When I was still in the Army, we were, we were doing some leadership training, and every night after we got done training, mm -hmm. we'd have to do an AAR about an episode of Band of Brothers. So that's kind of when I first got uh, got introduced to that. I had a uh, Dale die on a while ago and I was like, just didn't, you know, nice. some of these guests I get, I can't believe it, man. Cause I'm just, I still feel like just, you know, whatever a kid from Blairstown, New Jersey, <laughs> population 5,000. And now I'm like, I get to talk to awesome people like you. So it's really cool, man. Yeah. And you just, you just talked to one of my heroes, right? Oh, absolutely. One of my heroes as well. Woody. Yeah. Love that guy. So, so humble and just uh -huh. as real as can be, man. I, I just love that guy. We're going to get him on a horse. You know, he always said that I'm not getting on a horse until I turn a hundred. 
Uh-huh. I think I'm going to do my best to try to get him on a horse. We're, we're going to do some stuff together as organizations. He does Gold Star Family stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and that's one thing. I want. Let's give a shout out to the Gold Star Family Memorial Absolutely. Foundation, uh, Woody Williams. And also, there's a, a fundraiser right now to send Woody back to Iwo Jima. Oh, nice. So this will come out. This episode will be out soon. So everybody, check out Herschel Woody Williams. There's a couple foundations out there. The one that he is very, very strong uh, proponent for is a the uh, Gold Star Family Memorial yes. Foundation, which right now I believe there's, he said there was something like 47 or 48 memorials, but none in the nation's capital. I'd love to see that happen. Right, right. It needs to, Absolutely. man. It needs to be there for sure. Uh, let's might as well give a shout out to the GWAP Memorial Foundation as well. That's a, yeah, that's a great one, man. And uh, I just did an article with that and it's picking up some steam and uh, yeah, man, I'll, I'm going to write an article about the, uh, the gold star one too so let's give shout outs to everybody man yeah and i I saw your article and i was like man yes you know because yeah sometimes i'm like hey we're we're gonna take care of the the guac guys right like (laughs) uh, we have all these memorials and we we have this d-day and all that's great man big supporter of that those guys are amazing but hey we got to show some love to our post 9-11 guys right and i know that when i was at dc at the national mall you know walking around i'm like i don't see anything you know, well, the thing is, I, I always want to clarify to people that the money is not coming from taxpayers. It's uh, it's not going to be federally funded. It's going to be all donations. Okay. And some other kickback I got from some people is, hey, good look, uh, if you want to do a memorial to Iraq and Afghanistan, we should do that. But I'm like, the GWAT's more than that. You've had people die in Africa. You have people die in Philippines. Right. All over the world that have been fighting the GWAT. Absolutely, man. Terrorism is, is not just limited to the Middle East. I mean, there's mm-hmm. Africa, there's plenty of other places uh, that don't get, don't get much attention, but yeah. the fight's real. I mean, there's been several, I saw stories of several soldiers that's been killed in, in Africa here recently. So uh, yeah, man, I think it should cover everybody that's, uh, that's, that's fighting terrorism today and, and even in the, the future and in the past. So definitely. Well, that's, yeah. And that's one thing that got me when I wrote that article. I never thought of it before because my kids are nine and 11 and it's like, my kids have never seen our nation not at war. Yeah. You know, and and uh, me, right. I was like, you know, it was the first time I was in the army it was in the nineties. It was like, you know, post cold war. So now right. it's a, it's a bit different, man. Well, you know, my daughter's 18 and uh, when she was, not even a year old, I went over, right? And so, wow. uh, same with her, her whole adult life. We've been in the Middle East fighting and, and doing that kind of thing. And and so uh, she don't know either what it's like. And, and I know that there were reports of, of, of a guy serving in Afghanistan whose kids were now over there yeah. serving. That's, that's got to be kind of surreal, right? That it's, it's, it's wild, man. Crazy, man. Well, brother, I appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. Let's give a shout out to all your organizations because you are involved in a ton and we didn't even uh, catch on to the uh the louisville pd that you're working with it so i'm gonna have to have you back on the show again about that yeah man for sure but uh we got mighty oaks warrior foundation yeah mighty oaks warrior programs veterans program Club. there we go yeah man that's a, that's all good it's a, it's a, give it's a, a shout out to chad give a shout out to yeah. uh everybody man gwat memorial foundation give a shout out to Williams. Rachel, everything man absolutely, absolutely. i appreciate yep. this brother Hey, good times, man. I appreciate you having me on and uh, I appreciate your friendship, brother.